Let's go, go. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Dalvin Cook could come to the Jets. Dalvin Cook retweets it with two 100 emojis. What does that mean? Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Here's what it means. He's into the idea. If I am the New York Jets... Go get him. The Rich Eisen Show. Joe Douglas, go get him. Earlier on the show, ESPN senior NBA writer Brian Wintors. Comedian Tom Grossi. Coming up, Panthers running back Miles Sanders. Actor Patrick Renna. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. What a, what a wild first two hours we've had. It's just one of those things where it's just like, what are you going to talk about on uh, June 27th when there's no NBA, there's the NHL draft tonight, there's uh, Major League Baseball, the NFL is fast asleep. It's June 28th, but the, I, I see your point. Did I say 27th? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and the days run together. <laughs> I just need a calendar on this desk. Uh, Miles Sanders uh, is uh, slated to call in any moment now. Do we call in? Does he call us? What do we got? Ah, okay. At some point, he's going to call us. Uh, and if not, we'll just tell him uh, another time. Patrick Renna, um, the uh, Hambino himself yeah. from uh, the brilliant movie The Sandlot, uh, he is in studio uh, in about 20 minutes' time. And we, he was... He was here for the 25th anniversary of the Sandlot. He's coming back for the 30th. Unbelievable. So and, are we just going to put book him for 28 right now? What do you mean? For it's the 30th. 35th. Oh, for 20. I see. 2020. I see. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's book him every five years. Just That's right. Five years in Jerusalem, <laughs> as we say. Uh, the 30th anniversary of the Sandlot. He's also in an upcoming uh, movie called Boys of Summer. You know who's in that one? Mel Gibson and Lorraine Bracco. Whoa, oh, Dr. Melfi. I know. All right. That's a, by the way, that a, a great movie in the, in the nineties as well. Yeah. Sort of like my fantasy team. Like I'm, I'm, I'm my, my fantasy football team is just usually a couple years behind. <laughs> That's um, okay. At any rate, uh, 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Great chat with uh, the comedian Tom Grossi, yeah, who's in fun. studio. I believe he is going to be on NFL Total Access tonight. Look at you. Well, I mean, I know some people guess, over at the NFL Network. Booker. Well, I mean, again. It's June 28th, right? June 28th. What are you talking about? Yeah. What are you doing? I don't know. It's John Elway's birthday today. Hey! The Duke. 63. 63 years of age. Mount Rushmore, you want to do it? Oh. Is he on it? I like, I I mean, five Super Bowls. Yeah. I like. He's on it. He's on it. Elway's on it. I think he's on it. Huh? I think think he's fourth or fifth, kind of depending on Let's put a pin in that. Let's put a pin in that. Let's put a pin in it. Because we do have uh, Miles Sanders calling into this program. Uh, and if you missed any of the first two hours, we also had Brian Winhorst on in hour number one. What a great conversation with him about what did go on in the office of general manager of the Blazers, Joe Cronin, when Damian Lillard was in there with his agent yesterday. And it was a three-sentence statement that came out saying, we had a good chat. He said basically uh, that, that, that three-sentence statement was he didn't ask for a trade yet. Yet. And um, if you missed any of that, if you missed hour number two, we just had a, an interesting uh, conversation about the Live Tour and how Phil Mickelson and the rest of the stars of the Live Tour, they are, they do not, I don't think they care if they ever play another another round, another tee, uh, hit another golf ball on the PGA Tour, personally. Uh, that's what they sound out right, right now. We re-air on the Roku channel as soon as we're done at the end of this hour. And joining us back here on the Rich Eisen Show... For the second time as a Carolina Panther, former Philadelphia Eagle running back Miles Sanders here on the Rich Eisen Show. How you doing, Miles? I'm good, Rich. How are you? Where have I found you? Where are you? Say that again? Where have I found you? Where Where are you right now? Uh, I'm in. I'm currently in Jersey uh, right now uh, in a hotel. I had a camp um, in in Jersey, okay. South Jersey yesterday, and I got the camp in Harrisburg tomorrow so okay so you might not be an eagle anymore but of course you can't quit this area I mean you have so you do you, you have too many roots in this area oh, yeah, of the country it's my, it's my hometown state it's my hometown state so what exit are you from in New uh, Jersey Pittsburgh. say it again I'm, I'm from Pittsburgh you're from yeah. Pittsburgh PA New Jersey's yeah. across the way from Philadelphia so fantastic um let's just jump yeah. right into this Miles Sanders how has Bryce Young looked to you uh Bryce Young has looked very 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 well to me uh I could say 
Uh, I said this in my interview before, but uh, I don't know what Nick Saban's doing over there with them with them Bama guys, but he's creating some very sharp guys. Um, he, I, I look at him, and he's very sharp and and on it with everything. He he's there early. He he leaves late. Uh, or on the field, I'm, I'm talking to him, uh, just telling him just take control of the offense, and I very well see that when, when we're you know doing plays and going against the defense and stuff like that. Uh, his decision making is, is is smart. He doesn't you know, force anything, really. Uh, his pocket presence is, is what really stands out to me. So, and, uh, yeah, the height doesn't matter at all. I hope nobody's worried about the height, but I like him, and um, uh, we got a bright future ahead. Well, so um, I'll ask this question of you. I asked it of your teammate Adam Thielen a couple of weeks ago. Is there a moment at one of these OTAs, and it could also be inside the facility um, at any point in time, where you thought to yourself, okay, we're good with this kid. Not that you had oh, yeah. a question, but like a one moment where you're like, okay, he gets it, we're yeah. good. What do you got for me there? Yeah, actually, actually, it was a it was a throw to Adam. Actually, <laughs> it was a throw that he made. Like I said, his pocket presence. You might think he's going. I know we're just in helmets and stuff, but you yeah. can kind of, you know, uh, imagine how it would be with pads. But his pocket presence is amazing to me. Um, you think he's gonna get sacked? You think he's just looking to? And he's lost in there, but no, he he got his eyes downfield, and he his release is quick too. He lets it go quick and, and it's accurate. So, and that's what really stood out to me. And I was like, okay, I think we're okay. <laughs> so it was that it was that throw to Adam Thielen where you're. Yeah, yeah. It was either to Adam or it was one of our receivers. Our receivers all their ball and tooth. So. Uh, well, but, when you, yeah, it, it was it was a certain throw, I, I was like, okay, I, I think okay, and like his control of the offense, his whole control of the offense, and he just embracing everything. So, well, again, again, and I know you said forget about the height, um, but you said it looks like you can get lost in the pocket. Is that what you were referring to, and that that it, it allayed any no, concerns no, no, you no. had? Like what, what I meant by like, uh, you know, when when a quarterback looks like he's lost, <laughs> sure, but uh, and he looks like he's about to get sacked. That's not the case with him. He's always got his eyes downfield. He's really just trying to, um, you know, sabotage certain coverages by like scrambling and stuff. And then he sees something, he lets it go quick. Is that that's that's what really stood out to me, and I like that. And then, uh, of course, he's not the first quarterback with Alabama on his resume that you've played with. Um, right, right. Any similarities between Bryce Young and Jalen Hurts that you've noticed so far? Um, just how just how they approach the game. Um, very businesslike, and like I said, he's there early and he leaves late. He's the last one to leave, and like I said, he's he's trying to control. He's getting a a, a good grip of the locker room already, and yeah, he's just like I said, he's one of those guys that comes to work every day. Great mood, uh, but serious and all about his business. Well, those I mean, main two similarities with them to say he's got a good grip on the locker room already. That's that says a lot to yeah. me, Miles. I'll be honest. Is yeah, there sure. an example you have of that that you're willing to share? About everybody's uh, everybody just likes him. I, I think he's just a real. It's hard not to like him, you know. Um, he's very humble, but he knows he's that guy. But like, he's very humble with it. And like I said, he he comes to work every day and 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 puts on. And so, we see it in the film. So, so he's not going to carry anybody's equipment or get breakfast or. Well, that, I don't that... know. I'm not a quarterback. You got to ask Andy about that. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, that's a Dal- Is that that's a Dalton thing, huh? Okay. Yeah, that, yeah. I okay. mean, he's a quarterback. He's the vet, so they probably might, might get some. some I, don't know. I don't know. Dalton sounds like the guy that might make breakfast for Bryce because he's so nice, you know? <laughs> no. Nah, yeah, Andy is a nice guy. He's, he's a nice he, guy. That's what I'm saying. He might be like that guy saying, hey, I'm, I'm going out for some breakfast. Do you have anything I can get you? You know, because he's too nice. He doesn't strike me as that guy that's going to make him sing the Alabama fight song or anything like that. You know oh, what no, I mean? No, no, no. No, the rookies definitely got to sing, though. I had oh. to do it. Everybody had to do it. What did you have? You had to sing the Penn State fight song? Is that what you had to do? No, no. I, I tried a Tupac song. It didn't go well. I forgot the lyrics. <laughs> Which one? Which song? Okay, song? hold on a minute. Let's, I want to start. start uh, hold on a second. Start to finish. Walk me through what happened. Walk. Hold on a second. The, oh, I wish I knew the song. Um, I don't know the name of the song. It's the Black of the Bay, the Sweet of the Juice, that song. And then I just choked right there. And then, yeah, all I heard was Deuce in the back saying, boo. <laughs> Yeah, and I had I had to go again in Philly. <laughs> but uh, so that was your choice on the like what you didn't. Yeah. Uh, I chose Tupac because of dudes. I was like, I'm gonna do some old school stuff. So everybody's gonna know it, you know, do a song that everybody's gonna know and sing along to. And I just 
butchered it. It was keep your head up. Yeah, keep your head up. Yeah, Miles. yeah. keep your head up. Yup, yup, yup. Well, guess you had to keep to, your head down. Is what it says, right? To redeem yeah, himself yeah. now, Rich. So what you? What did you? What did you? What was your second crack at it then, Miles? Oh man, I went. I went with the bread and butter of my generation. I went with Future. <laughs> okay. So okay. So you Killed recovered. Okay, you recovered. Yeah. yeah so basically, yeah. you you put the ball on the ground, but you didn't lose possession. Is what you're saying? Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Right. Okay. Miles Sanders here on the Rich Eisen Show. What do you make of the running back market right now? You you signed a free agent contract as a running back. For a second contract in the NFL. Congratulations, Miles. That's a rarity right now in the NFL. And what do you make of seeing Dalvin on the market with Zeke and Kareem Hunt and Leonard Fournette and Josh Jacobs getting the franchise tag and Saquon getting the franchise tag and and, and these guys not getting their long-term contract? What do you, who actually signed a contract, make of the running back market, Miles? Um, well, this is a this is a big topic um that I've been seeing, and uh, basically um I I seen what what Saquon said and and basically he hit it spot on. You know they it's it's nothing that that we're doing wrong. We're doing everything that we have to do. Um, you know as far as on the field and and stuff like that. And I and for people and I think GMs or whatever owners to think that running backs are not as valued as much as is a lie, because um, you got to see how everything plays out. You got to see what guys like like Chris McAfee, stuff he does, things that Saquon do, the things that Josh Jacobs do consistently each year. I think Josh is probably the most consistent back in the league right now, um, as far as like stats and 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 you know his load and the, and what he produces every each and every year. But they want to you want a franchise tag and you know create a certain. Um, I guess market for running back just because you you have this you know way of thinking that they they only last three to four years. So, but I I, I, I think it's BS. Honestly, there's a lot of almost every running back in the league is underpaid right now. Um, I don't know what's going to take, but uh, I don't know. But it, like that's a topic that needs to be you know brought up a little bit more because. Uh, every it's, it sucks to be a running back right now, honestly. And and I'm just wondering, did you see you and your representation see this formation? You know, like you're standing in the backfield there. You see the defense being the the potential free agent market. Um, and you said, you know what? Let's let's do this now um, with Carolina. I mean, did yeah. was this part of your strategy to to sign where you yeah, did and for uh, how much you did? Yeah, just to really try to get a deal done because I know that the numbers were dropping literally daily after as soon as free agency started, and once they made the market ten million, you know, it was very hard to even negotiate anything more than that or get like a, a deal that you know everybody's been dreaming of the the Christian McCaffrey deals, the Alvin Kamara deals, you know. But um, you know, it is what it is. All it, uh, it makes me hungrier, you know. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna still go and do what I do each and every year, and then hopefully earn a you know force a new contract. So. Well, and I guess again, um, part of it is because teams think that they can get a running back in the draft, and you know, obviously, you were one of them back in the day as well. So, uh, cause, and and I I don't think you and other veterans in this league, certainly on a second contract, would want to deny you know any running back who comes in the league the opportunity to get in this spot. It just seems that as soon as they do get an opportunity, folks like you getting a second contract are a little too rare. And I personally, I don't get it. Uh, I'll, I'll be very honest with you. And I, and I think that yeah. it'll be big for say B. John Robinson or Jameer Gibbs. They actually got drafted in the first round, you know, top 12 right. for them to ball yeah. out, I think is equally as important for the running back market too, miles, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Like, like I said, it's, it's going to take, it's one of those things where it's going to take Another, I guess, year or two. Hopefully, hopefully it doesn't drop after this year again, because that would be just ridiculous. Um, but um, yeah, it's definitely something that needs to be fixed because it's, I don't know, um, there's too much talent out there being underpaid as far as in the running back position. Tell me about your camp. What do you got going on? Who's going? What do you do there? Who do you speak? What do you? What, uh, what, it's, 
it's a camp uh, sponsored by FlexWorks. Uh, I guess they're doing a whole bunch of camps throughout the mm-hmm. the country with certain athletes. To, and they chose me to do Harrisburg in, in the Jersey area, South Jersey area, because it's near Philly. Okay. Um, but I also have my own uh, personal football camp um, in Pittsburgh at my old high school, July 16th. And I'm also throwing my first camp in Charlotte, you know, for, for my new city, um, July 23rd. So, And it's all free. Uh, for the kids, and um, they're pretty much already booked up right now. Wow. I think the Pittsburgh one is already filled up. So. How can people get but, spots yeah. if, they, if they're if they interested in sending their kids to you? Yeah, well. so, sir, uh, that's why I tried to do two camps. Yep. I, I think the Charlotte one is going to be more more excited than kind of the one in Pittsburgh just because I'm new to the city. And, yep. And I know a lot of players, when they get to a new city, they don't usually do a camp in that city. So I look forward to that, trying to uh, connect with the community out there and, you know, uh, embracing my new home. So okay, so check out your social, your Twitter to, for information. Yeah, on it's all my, it's all my, uh, the camps are on my Instagram. Uh, I'll be posting on my Twitter just to have more uh, ways to find it, and the link uh, is in my uh, Instagram bio too. So okay, all you gotta do is click or go on my Instagram bio and just click the link. Okay, and it'll be MilesSandersFootballCamp.com. And what's your message to the kids? What do you tell them? Oh, my message to, oh, my message to the kids. Oh. uh Man, I had a camp yesterday, and I think my main message was, you know, just just really uh, seeing what's going on in the world, and you know, with the with the youth and and everything. I, I just thought the main important thing is listen to your parents, man. Your parents have the best interest for you at all times, and yeah, just listen to your parents. Do right by your parents, and I promise you, you'll go far in life. Okay, and then you. if you get to the NFL, go future, not Tupac. Basically, yeah, of course. Okay. So your generation don't don't try no old school stuff because yeah. it's not gonna go well. <laughs> Thanks for the chat, Miles. Let's do this. Uh, let's do this closer to the season, if not throughout. Really appreciate the time. Yeah, always for sure, for sure. Right back at you. That's Mi- you bet. That's Miles Sanders, right here on the Rich Eisen Show. I'm a little shocked he didn't go with Wiz Khalifa. You know, another Pittsburgh guy. We figured that okay. might have. Just be careful. When you're being asked to sing. Yeah, you better know the words. So Bryce Young will have to sing, and it'll be up to Andy Dalton whether he gets hazed. You know he's not getting hazed. Not getting hazed. What, what is he going to – Andy Dalton's going to make him buy what? Hair, hair mousse? It's, like, he's, too nice. he's, too nice. he's too nice. He's too nice. He's too nice. He's too nice. It's like a right of Weekly supercuts? That guy doesn't have like a hazing bone in his body, it looks like. Yeah, but it's not so much hazing. Like, he's got to go get the donuts, the coffee. Does he? I mean, it's just a kind of a rite of passage. I mean, Does he? But honestly, Andy Dalton sounds like the guy saying, hey, I'm running by there. Do you want anything? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I don't think That's what he sounds like to me. I don't know, man. I don't know. Bryce, are you a latte guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What What can I get you? Guys, there's one way for us to find this out. Get Andy Dalton on the program. Get the red rifle on the horn. Sold. You know what I mean? Let's FaceTime Andy Dalton right now. I don't have his number. Uh, We got another redhead, though. Patrick Renner. Hey. hey, what do you think? What'd you think of that term? Well done. Deep I'm giving myself red. a round of applause. Well done. Well done. What is the matter with me? <laughs> All right, we'll take a break. Patrick Renna here in studio. Don't go anywhere. We'll talk to Sandlot and more. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, o o o O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Hey, folks, it's time for the NFL draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, 
just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So Sleep Number helps me. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Every time there's a milestone year for the great movie The Sandlot, we have this man on the program. Five years after the 25th anniversary, we would do the math for you. Always here on the Rich Eisen Show. Uh, the 30th anniversary of The Sandlot was this past April. Um, the great Patrick Renner back here on the Rich Eisen Show. How you been, brother? Five years good older, but not bad, Five right? You know? <laughs> but in a good way, I think. Seems like this movie is absolutely frozen in time. It it's really wild. Yeah. It seemed to like really start doing that at the 20th anniversary. Is that right? Is that what you think? I feel that way. Like the first 20 years, you know, it was special and people loved it. But something about the last 10 years is really taking it to a whole new level. The thing, I, uh, one of the many things I love about the movie is how it's still, it's, it's about kids and the love of baseball. Yeah. And also just like any great sports movie, a father son story is at the center of it. And, um, and it translates. So, uh, I have three kids, and a few years ago, um, I said, Look, we, we got to watch The Sandlot. When they see it's not in high definition, they immediately reject it. <laughs> yeah, it's I, rough. I'm, I'm not kidding you. Uh, and it's sort of the way that, Chris, you view black and white movies. Pretty You're much, like, yeah. out. Out. Um, so I, okay. I basically, my wife and I were like, tough. We are seeing Suck this. Suck it up. Yeah. We are seeing this. And then an hour and a half later, they're like, can we see The Sandlot too?" Wow. They loved the Sandlot so much they want to see it again and again and the totally different generations it speaks to them you know what I'm saying yeah it's wild it's true I mean there there is something about uh the movie I think the b plot is baseball and that a plot is like you said father son -son. uh friends right you know getting out into the world no ipads like you know <laughs> no <laughs> you know like i think yeah, so the, the, no the, AI. the remake of the sandlot would be kids like i don't want to play i'm just you know yeah. i'm on roblox is yeah. that basically what it'll be? <laughs> yeah the replay roblox. i think is like wow that's the saddest thing about the sandlot i've <laughs> ever heard we're back here on the rich eisen show back here on the rich eisen show radio network patrick renna the man who played ham the Hambino in the Sandlot 30 years ago this year, right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Also courtesy of DQ, a little Dairy Queen. Uh, we'll talk about that in a second. So this movie was shot in Utah. Is that where you were? Yeah, we filmed. They wanted it to look like the San Fernando Valley of yeah. Los Angeles. And so they chose Utah? Well, because the San Fernando Valley now is skyscrapers and you know everywhere you look, it doesn't look the same. So right. they went to Utah and they, it had just a nice old school looking valley. I think there's probably rebates and things that you get for yes. filming there. So they doubled their money and, you know shot there and so you shot there is that where you first met your castmates in I, utah or no what? i met so i was the last one cast it was kind of a wild casting process they originally ca- were going to cast this movie with like six and seven year olds but Whoa. they were too young and they actually cast a whole team of six and seven of year olds. six and seven Maybe year old seven kid? and eight but it was too young for all this yeah. stuff we were saying uh yeah. it, was just, <laughs> it felt wrong it felt weird yes. um and so then they recast it. I was the last one. We played baseball. We had a little baseball camp in L.A. for two weeks and then off to off to Utah. So that's where you met all of your castmates uh, yeah. and cast members the first time was at a baseball camp. I had one audition, and they said, we love you. You don't have it. You need to get along with the other guys. You're going to meet them all tomorrow. I went out and met them. We all got along. I was bigger than them, so I forced them to get yeah, along Nicely done. Yeah. yeah. And then we just were off to baseball camp for two weeks and— because, you know, Mike Vitar, he played uh, high school ball. And I, I've played baseball my whole life, so I'm halfway decent. There's a big drop-off after me. Let's just say that. No, you know? really? Maybe maybe Brandon holds his own, and then after him, Brandon's the pitcher. Yes. After him, there's a, a pretty solid drop-off. How old were you? I was 13, so I was one of the older ones. 
Um, a couple of them are 12, 11. Mike was 13 or 14. Uh, and yeah, I mean, then the movie came out, I was 14 and off to just acting. That was my first job. So who, was there anybody famous or well-known or known at all who was running the baseball camp for you? Uh, you know, the guy who plays Squince's grandfather in the flashback okay. was our baseball coach. So he's in the movie. Okay. Um, I don't know. He, you know, he wasn't, he just, uh, Garrett, I think his name was, he was just really good at baseball and been around and, you know, pr had coached movie people. Cause there's a, a certain, you need to know how to, sure. you know, talk to 12 year old actors. You I know bet I mean? so. <laughs> you know, I, I sometimes like to ask questions. I only know the answers to, yeah, and I it. did not know the answer to that question. I was kind of hoping your answer would be, Oh yeah. James old Jones was out there throwing yeah. high heat. He was. You know. I'm sorry. That, that <laughs> is the correct answer. Thank you. He for was famous for me. going up and in with his four seam. You know, like That's right. what? What did you know who he was when you? Oh yeah, you, everyone knew who James because you got 13, 12, and eleven year olds. Yeah, we all knew him um, as Darth Vader. As Darth Vader. Come on. The, Marty York went up to him. None of us had the guts to. He was there for a day. And he had the, this huge trailer, and he's larger than life, and he's famous James Earl Jones. We're all, like, speechless. And he was so cool. But we also were all supposed to have a scene with him, and the director changed it to just having uh, Scotty Smalls and Benny in yes. the scene with him. So we didn't even act with him. We just, I think, were like, he, like, looked at us and laughed in one scene. So none of us had the guts to talk to him. Marty York goes up to him and goes, um, sir... I hear you're James Earl Jones or something like that. Yeah. Or, or you, you know that he said, you were Darth Vader in Star Wars. And he looked at him and said, no, I am your father. <laughs> that was it. Wow. But, yeah, that was it. That was the only wow. time any of us talked to him. And I mean, come on. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. It was pretty great. It, I didn't need to meet him after that. I was exactly. like, that's good. It's done. He gave you really what you wanted. He exactly. He really did. That he is, really did. that's a hanging curve. Yeah. Oh, no, I am your father. I'll never forget. I remember that day just seeing him from afar being like, that's James Earl Jones. Field of Dreams had already come out. You know, oh, yes, you've seen sure. him in plenty of movies. And then, of course, knew him as that voice. And it was the perfect age because... You're about to be a teenager who yeah, doesn't love Star Wars. I mean, as, and that's Darth freaking yeah. Vader. You know, obviously, that, that, that's, by the way, that's, is it kind of like saying Joe DiMaggio was Mr. Coffee? You know, like you yeah. kind of forget, like, you know, yeah. he was he's kind of a great baseball player. Well, he was Mr. You know, Coffee. But obviously, Darth Vader is iconic. I've yeah. got Patrick Renner here on, on the Rich Eisen show. Um, did the movie come out right around Stand By Me as well? No, Stand By Me, I think it was a little earlier. It was before. Yeah, a little So did earlier. somebody think, like, you know, this could be like a baseball version of Stand By Me? Is there any confusion in that regard about it I don't it think at so, all? but I think the director really had a way of, he, he's a writer too. Yes. And he wrote Radio Flyer. Do you remember that movie? Of course. So he had a way of, like, writing these really special stories. He's, he was quite talented and is. And he wrote, directed, narrated it. So he definitely brought that sort of storytelling, father-son story. Um, I think him and his brother had an interesting li life story with their dad or stepfather. Because there's a lot right. of, like, stepfather stuff in his movies, you know? Sure, absolutely. And and was there a, a big baseball moment? Yep, in he had it. Okay. His brother jumped over the fence, got bit by a dog so that did happen is what yeah you're there's like this whole history that uh you know guided him in writing it s'mores in a in a treehouse something like that probably probably I mean, so everyone's had that i feel I mean, like. so <laughs> how, how many people have said you're killing me to you even though you are not the person yeah who was well you were the person being killed not the one who that's was, right i know. said the line i i do get a lot i i get it a lot you know it's yeah, sure. uh, it You're happens and smalls. i get smalls a lot hey smalls and but you, you know, weren't small. i wasn't small exactly so that, <laughs> i don't have the heart to say anything sometimes other people will start yelling at him like you don't know the movie and it gets really uncomfortable and i just go yeah hey you know. that was scripted right yeah it actually was the line was you kill me smalls so I like oh. to, I improv I improvised oh, a little bit. So you little you gave it a little Patrick Run a that's twist right. to I it. I gave it the twist, and I feel that's what made it. You, you know, kill me, Smalls. But yeah, no, I, it doesn't I, have I, the same ring. No, it no, doesn't. No, yeah. And I don't know. I don't know. And I don't think it's just because I've known it a certain way for thirty years. Yeah. Okay. I I 
a very that's outstanding. Yeah, that's a heck of an achievement. You heard it here, folks. That I, is. I, what, what, was there a big baseball moment, however, in the shoot where one of you like legitimately connected and you had to reshoot it because you weren't supposed to, or something like that, or is there anything well, like that? Any it's baseball really moments? funny because I so I did. I've done a couple baseball movies since I just got off of one in Toronto um, called "You Got to Believe," okay. and it's um, it's about the Mets. No, it's about it's it's about yeah, it's about the 2002 Little League World Series and the team, uh, a team out of Texas that wasn't supposed to have the run they did had this crazy run and got to the semifinals and almost played Japan and okay uh, it was so it's just about that team and I play um, this like superintendent of the school who convinces the coach to do it. Who the coach is Greg Kinnear and Luke Wilson's and it. it's really cool. Awesome. But I was out there in Toronto and this kid connected and it. it almost took out the camera crew but they they're protected now and you know this this is 2023 they have a lot of things in place to yeah. protect you when we filmed Sandlot they had none of that you, you know like if this is 19 we filmed in 1992 this is a wild west of movie making so we probably almost took out million dollar cameras every other day just cracking line drives up the middle hey, you know like frozen ropes yeah not our fault you know hey look <laughs> so i mean i think the the best baseball moments were they probably would ju- I, they would just roll camera and let us play and mess around and um, if you notice we don't really play games a lot we play against that other team mm-hmm. but really most of the time it's Benny the Jet just tossing himself and bat and BP yeah so that it, but we just they would let us do that for an hour and they'd just go around and filming it and did James Earl Jones take a crack he he, he did, did not. he did did yes. he really no oh, no you just no like, I just yeah. I know you wanted it I so. do yes <laughs> he was there for a day that's he, it he probably okay. got a million dollars in and out you know okay Sorry. and uh, do you stay in touch with anybody from yeah the cast? all of them um, what is what what's that is there like a text chain there is there's a sandlot text oh, chain yeah and it's wow. i hope it never sees the light of day <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's terrible. is that an only fans yeah. chat for, for it's sandlot it's, uh, there's a couple guys that have androids which is terrible you're killing me you say you're killing me i have to <laughs> yeah. it's marty york and shane obazinski shane played the little brother marty played yeah 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 they're the android android wow. fools that Ruin, make call our him chat out, green. Patrick. Sick call him out. I just did. The world needs to know. Kill us. Fantastic. Yeah. So you just sometimes text about. We text all the time. Yeah. I mean, I you know when these big anniversaries happen, I see him three, four times a year. That's neat. Uh, Sean C. Leopardi, who plays Squints, and I kind of stayed in touch a lot. Okay. Uh, and a couple of the other guys hung out with each other a lot. We don't see Mike a lot, as much as the rest. He kind of he's a firefighter, and it's sort of. Just faded away into the sunset a little bit. Well, you know, speaking of firefighters, what about Dennis Leary? Do you guys stay in touch with him at all? You know, the only one that had a lot of interaction with him, and he's from Boston, like me, but the only right. one that had a lot of interaction with him is Tom Guyrie. Um, and he has some choice words there, so I'll leave that to him. <laughs> oh. Have him on the show. It can just be a wow. It, it'll be a dramatic uh, Dennis Leary, Tom Guyrie chat. Oh, well, I don't know. I didn't really meet him. You know, maybe it was very method, like the the mean stepdad thing. We used to have we <laughs> we used to have um, you know uh, when when in studio guests came on, we used to have them putt yes. right before coming on. I think you did I that did five it, years yeah. ago, right? Yeah. Um, Dennis Leary slap shotted the golf ball and almost it, it almost took out one the of the yeah. yeah. It almost took out one of the monsters. How do we feel about that here? I was great. But we like it. Well, we, we, we're, we're big Dennis Leary like fans Dennis here. I, me too. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. I, I he was having something at this real. He's from Worcester, Massachusetts, mm-hmm. which is where my mother's from. So I went back for my grandmother's 85th years ago, and he happened to be in this random lodge having some birthday party. But again, like I didn't have any interaction with the adult stars. Okay, I wasn't in any of the scenes, so I just knew, ooh, Dennis Leary. Mm-hmm. He also became Dennis Leary more after. Oh, of course. Like I he, mean, that was at the very, very beginning, beginning of his, career, of his yeah. career. Yeah. And it's just now that he's Dennis Leary, it's wild to see yeah. when you're seeing it. Like, I have to tell my kids, like, you... you You'll learn who that guy yeah. is. You know, His stand up. Every, I mean, everything. Oh I, I'm, I'm a huge fan too. I, what, yeah. what are you doing with DQ? What do you? Oh, got, so what yeah. You I just I did this great little run with them. Um, they had a s'more. They have a s'mores blizzard. They brought it back. It's out. It's literally the most delicious s'mores mm-hmm. blizzard. The most delicious blizzard you'll have. And obviously, because it's s'mores, of course. You know, it makes makes some sense. Yes. So we we had fun shooting uh, a few spots for them and. 
um, it's out for the summer, and I had about two or three of them on that day, so that was wonderful. How many how many s'mores did you have in the actual scene? Oh, probably the same. I mean, I probably had like half a dozen. Did you purposely, as a even as a thirteen year old, wisely? professionally yeah. blow the line just so you could Absolutely. have more s'mores. Well, we were also laughing. They, they, they bring you a spit bucket, and they're like, you can spit it out. I'm like, yeah, 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 totally. Let me spit this out. I'm a, who's going to spit it out? A 13-year-old, get out they of here. They said the same thing on the Dairy Queen shoot. They were like, do you need a spit bucket? And I was like, I mean, it's gone. It's melted. <laughs> <laughs> it's just in my By the way, already. I'm like that know. way with wine tastings. <laughs> That's right. like, what are you kidding? Sure, I'm not going like to spit it out? No, I'm going to finish I'm it. I'm fine. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Yeah, those flights, they, they take off for me. Yeah. Uh, the ham bean athletic line what is that's oh. the stripe t you can get the you can get the stripe yeah tea? we so there yes. there's a it's cool we you know over the years i've seen um different images yeah. of from the movie of me on it and i think urban outfitters did it and um so i just was like this obviously there's an appreciation for Look it that. i'm gonna do this I, I partnered up with the creative director of the mighty company which is a female really popular jacket line uh-huh. And uh, so she does all the designs and we just kind of I wanted to make it a little more than just merch, but like, you know, a level up. So we these uh, striped ones are there's a little you can't see it, but there's a little uh, called shot patch on there. Yeah, like, you could see yeah, it. They yeah. called shot. Did, did so you ad lib that or was that part of the script that you had to call your shot like the Gosh. like the Bambino? No, no, no. That was part of the script for okay, sure. That was, yeah, okay. Because that was off Babe Ruth. And, okay. You know, the Bambino. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that was in the script. I mean, look at that. Yeah, crazy. Dude, when you see this, do you think that's a different person on the screen? Yeah, I, I you mean, know, look at that. it's funny because, uh, yeah, I guess I do. I, sometimes I feel like it was yesterday and sometimes I feel like it was 30 years ago. And it, it, I, I have these memories of the movie, but it's not, it, it's not like memories of filming a movie that you know is going to take off. Because we were just having fun playing baseball, getting yes. paid. We had no idea what it would be. So it is pretty surreal to see these pictures and how much what it's turned into for people. Yeah, you know? of course. And when people talk about best baseball movies or sports movies of all time, mm-hmm. the Sandlot is included in that conversation, and rightfully so. Yeah, and which is, is I mean, a lot of testament goes to the director because he did write, direct, and narrate. And right. he was on that set. He was like our big brother. And I, you know, you say these, was that improvs with this? Like, a lot of the movie was improv, but it was sort of improv through him. Mm-hmm. Like, he just had this bullhorn the whole time, and he was just wrangling cattle with us. And he would just toss, he would yell direction while we're rolling. Like, that scene where I'm talking trash to the opposite team mm-hmm. when they're all up at bat, that was one take. He just rolled camera, and this is film, so this who knows how much this costs. Yeah. But he would just roll camera, and he had a list of insults didn't even give them to me and just yelled, okay, now tell him if I was as ugly as you, I'd shave your butt and teach him to walk back or whatever it was. And I'd laugh because I would listen and be like, all right, we're rolling, go, go, go. And then I'd say the line and it just was this 10 minute, 15 minute take of him tossing lines. So it was kind of like we improv together, you know? That is amazing. Yeah. And it is, it's, it's, again, it's iconic because uh, there are moments that, that happen in real life. I think about it. Um, you remember that kid from, the little league who introduced himself, Big Al, who Big hits Al, stingers. Hits stingers. I, yeah. Did you ever see oh, that one? Yes. I thought of you. I honestly did. <laughs> I, I thought. Did, of, I, did, I love that. Yeah, I, I hit dingers. I, I thought of the Hambino. Yeah, like fully. that is like if 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 Ham made it to the, to the Little League World Series <laughs> and was asked by ESPN to introduce yeah. himself. I'm the Hambino and I hit dingers. Yeah, that's it. That would have that would have been yeah. it. You know, like. Hi, my name's Alfred D'Elia. At home, they call me Big Al, and I hit dingers. <laughs> it's the best. There should be a movie made about him. That's like straight out of the sandlot. Yeah, it don't is. you think? Yeah. It is. It's pretty great. Awesome. Uh, thanks for coming on. We'll see you at the yeah. 35th, if not before. We didn't do Mount Rushmore. Oh, you, oh, we could do it if you want. You want to do that? Let's do no, it. No, it's all right. It's okay. We can take a break and come back. Yeah, you want to take a break? I really want to do it. Let's I want to hear what you guys no, say. No, because it is John Elway's, what is he, 63? Oh my God, is he's he almost really? the Beatles song age. Come on. Um, all right, we'll do that. That's what's interesting that you guys have John Elway on the Mount Rushmore. Uh, well, I do. We'll see if you do, and we'll see if the other guys do. Patrick Grant is going to finish the show okay. with us. Why the heck not? Uh, we're back here on the Rich Eisen Show in MO. Oh, look at that. Well done, Smitch. Interesting. That's us in there. Del Tufo okay, is you. Okay. <laughs>
Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs costs all in before you purchase. So all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account and use my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Visit gametime.co for restrictions. Again, create an account, redeem my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Back here on the program, Patrick Ren is still with us. Our radio audience will return in a little bit less than two minutes' time. What did you say during the commercial break, TJ? That, oh. that, that, what did you say? That was a good oh, line? I said that Hambino crawled so Big Al could walk. Big Al. You know, <laughs> so he could hit those dingers. That's right. That went viral on the spot. Yeah. You know, what, is your, what, what is your favorite baseball movie outside of the Sandlot? Probably Field of Dreams, just because that was sort of the one that came out when I like yeah. I saw it when it came out, like Bull Durham and those, you yeah. know, I actually never really saw Bad News Bears. Never. I showed it to my kids recently as well. And, and again, that was a big pushback because it looked old to them. Yeah. Um, they were, the they, they were, On, uh, they looked cable. at me like I had lost my mind telling them this is a good movie. Right. When Tanner, uh, the language that Tanner used, um, they looked at me like, what has happened to you, dad? Yeah. And then my young, my daughter who was eight at the time was shocked that Walter Matthau's buttermaker was drinking and driving. Yeah. Yeah. Shocked. Yeah. Like she was just like, wait a minute. Just like, ripping what? Yeah. like what? Yeah. Like Sandlot, you got away with a lot that you couldn't get away with now. Bad News Bears. Off the charts. And I'm like, yeah. it's a different time. It was 1975, <laughs> yeah. you know, and. It was still bad then. It's bad now, yeah. but it's just like, yeah, they they were they were like, "What, Dad? Really? You wanted us to see this?" And then they and then and it moved a little bit too slow until the baseball scene at the end. Yeah. Sandlot, they were in from beginning to end. Yeah, it's weird. They were locked does, in. Yeah, I, I I'm sure I've seen Bad News Bears off and on, but Major League probably is one is up there too. Well, it's happening me. right now with the Oakland A's. It looks like, right? <laughs> Except the the, yeah. the winning to prevent the sale of the team is not happening. Unless they, they Vegas, keep playing right? the Yankees. Yeah, oh, they going to Vegas. One thousand percent. That thing's cool. wrapped. Now they just need to give us a bullet train from L.A. to Vegas. There you go. Yeah. It's, just, it's just the technology yeah. part. Back here on the Rich Eisen <laughs> Show Radio Network, I'm sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger is the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Uh, before uh, Patrick Grena, back here on the show, still with us here, uh, before you came out, uh, you heard in our green room, um, you, Christopher, mentioning it's John Elway's birthday 63rd today. 63rd birthday, And John I just Elway. spat out the fact that, you know, he's on the Mount Rushmore. And that is, you know, even Big Cat, PFT, right, of, uh, of Pardon My Take fame, they joke that this is Mount Rushmore Mount season because yeah. shows like this one have nothing to talk it, about except it. who's on the Mount Rushmore, which means you have to boil down the impossible task of saying who's the greatest of just four people. <laughs> Dog days of summer. So, but we're in it. Um, yep. And so you're interested in talking about it, so let's let's do it. Because that's that's exactly why. There's nothing nothing else in sports. Well, other than to talk about the 30th anniversary of the That's right. And things they, of that nature. That. Um, so um, do you want to say your well, Mount Rushmore I, What I was first, saying is that or? I feel like the three, the uh, Tom Brady, yes. Peyton Manning. No? Yeah, yeah, keep oh, going. Tom yes, Brady, yes. Peyton Manning, and... Um, Montana. Joe Montana. Okay. Then I feel like the fourth. I mean, you were saying Pat Mahomes, and I. I don't know. I I, I just I want to be ahead of it, so I just think eventually he'll be on the yeah. Mount Rushmore, barring in, barring catastrophic injury. So I, I want to. Put I would Mahomes say right now my fourth is Drew Brees. 
There, well, there I said it. I will. I will tell you, you're you're killing me, Patrick. <laughs> you're killing me. I, I mean, a, I no. On. I mean, obviously, he has the statistics. He has the longevity. He has the second act. That he may have the greatest second act in the history of second acts. Yeah. Of the NFL quarterback position. Give me, give Tom, me, Tom Brady's second act? Well, Tom Brady's second act lasted three years, and he had one championship in it. It lasted long. Breeze's second act. Breeze was, hey, you know how I feel about Brady. You how can't deny, like, I, I will deny Breeze's place on, on Mount Rushmore, in my Mount Rushmore, but I, you cannot deny him say that his second act is, like, name me a better second act in the history of the NFL. He was toast. He was finished. He, he was injured. They drafted his, his, Go ahead and look up, Chris. Go ahead and look up. I didn't he, think I'd be caping for Breeze today, but go ahead and look up, even never, while denying he, him on Mount Rushmore. He never won MVP. He had six losing seasons. Hold up, but 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 Did look he? up, look up, look up. Hold on, look up what his record was in San Diego the year they drafted Philip Rivers, meaning. He had the season. It was eleven and, and four. And then they drafted Philip Rivers. Eleven and four. That's so I guess that's looked up. That would be the two thousand two NFL season. Wait, Philip Rivers was oh four? For, well, for, oh yeah, so the two thousand three NFL season. Two thousand three it was two they were two and nine, which so, is which is how they got a high draft. Okay, pick. so then give me the one the year he before was that. Two and nine. Because I think he was hurt. Wasn't he hurt? I forget. But in two thousand three, he got injured. Then he came back, and right. in two thousand four, he was good. They were 11, uh, he was eleven and four. That's what I'm saying. They drafted Rivers, and then he goes eleven and four, which is amazing. He's and then he gets hurt. The year. Yeah. Then he get, right, and then he gets hurt, and then they send him. They send him packing because it's Phillips' time. And then his second act in in New Orleans is, in terms of the longevity of second act, like give me another one. Yeah, because I, you're saying because Tom one. Brady didn't really even have a second act. He just had one Well, act. Tom Brady did, right, he but his second act was at age 42 yeah. going somewhere well, else and winning. in 2014, everyone was said the cliff came after they got well, smoked moving by on Kansas to Cincinnati. City, and then he won four Super Bowls after that. I just can't put Breeze as the fourth on there, just to get, just in terms of so the— So you put Elway. Um, Elway, what, five Super Bowls, won two? That's my problem. Well, is that winning percentage? I know it's tough. You made like, it though. You made it. I know. You I know. It's that, but that's it. like the LeBron MJ argument. Like LeBron has made it more than anyone, but hasn't won. I mean, he's he has a losing. I don't. Record, I don't blame you for wanting to put Mahomes on there, because you take a look at Mahomes' first what six years now in the league, and they're they're. They're almost damn near un, unrivaled and unparalleled. And he Aikman, has as many championships now than Elway did. How do Aikman and Bradshaw never get mentioned? In yeah, this? I was going to say Aikman is how an honor in People, you got to oh. think about those. I get their teams were great, but they never get mentioned. It's yeah. like, and I know TJ, I mean, uh, he's got to be stewing over it. Because Aikman, like Patrick Mahomes team. already has as many career touchdowns as Troy Aikman. I, well, I mean, it, it's not it's the numbers. Every, you know, I think people, I know. people, I know. people also ascribe right, um, for for the Steelers the the, the steel curtain yeah. defense. And they the also ascribe and for the steroids. And, oh, stop. They also ascribe. <laughs> they also ascribe for Dallas um, yeah. Emmett. Yeah, of course. But it's you want to right. chime in, TJ? TJ. Well, I think we, when you're doing Mount Rushmore, I think you, you have to put Johnny Unitas in there, right? Oh. If you're going to be, because you're going to, you, you, there's no way really to compare these guys. So you have to look at different eras and certainly so numbers. Yeah. You can't compare well, the numbers because you're not lighting it up for 5,000 yards. Yeah, because that's not how football was played back in the day. So I feel like you okay. kind of have to, in respect to what he did at his time. So give me your four. I would have to say Unitas, Montana, mm-hmm. Brady. And then I'm just going to put Starbuck in there. Oh, yeah. See, TJ? Go old school. Now, that's just me being biased as a Dallas fan. But, I, okay, I can understand people aren't going to let me put Roger Starbuck in there. So what do you mean really- people aren't going to let you? I let Patrick Renner put Drew Brees in there. <laughs> that's true. And you didn't let me play in your fantasy football league. Oh. So it's all okay. what, What's this about? <laughs> He, I've known TJ my whole life, oh, 20 okay. years. How Since I filmed The Sandlot, we were best friends. Um, and are, you, are you serious? No, not that okay. long. But okay. I've known him for like, how long, TJ? Since like 2000? Yeah, and 2000. he's got this great football league. They had an opening like three years ago. And then our mutual friend Mooney goes, you got to like audition for it. Like, audition? Yeah, I told him that. Yeah, I said what? some choice what? words to him that I can't say on this show. Audition? Yeah. Audition? It was, it was something what? like that. You know? you audition? Like, I mean, like, like, 
you know, you it's got some celebrities in it, some big time people. Oh, is this the is this the Wilmer Valderrama? Ashton, Ashton, is this is this the Ashton thing, TJ? This is the Ashton thing. Yeah. But hold, hold on a second. Excuse me. For yeah, me. and by the way, I've met Ashton, and his wife is a huge Sandlot fan. She came up to me. So, TJ, yeah. I don't know what's going on here. Yeah, what is happening? If Mila wants it, yeah. Mila, Mila can't get somebody a spot in this fantasy league. Got oh, What is it? Oh, wait, hold on a second. First yeah. thing. Who is the individual on planet Earth that told another individual, you tell that person he has to audition for oh, a spot? Oh, the best man in my wedding. A brilliant friend, brilliant writer. What's his name? His name is Justin, Justin Moody. He's a fantastic writer. Okay. He's, he's on strike oh. right now. Yeah. Okay, well, so, so let's not kick a man. No, but, we won't kick him when he's on. How does one audition for oh, yeah, a fantasy? Commissioner Mooney's the dip, my deputy yeah. commissioner. Yeah. So you couldn't overrule him? I, uh, there's 10 of us. Like, I can't, like, oh, they, they don't, they don't let me man just. 12-man league, TJ. 12-man league. Come on. You know, we lost the guy, so we went from 12 teams, and then one that's guy right. dropped that's out. That's what happened. Chris so. is over there wondering, when are we going to turn our attention to him? <laughs> because this, uh, honestly, um, for years, this is, you want to talk about Mount Rushmore. This has a spot for the worst fantasy league. Whoa. Moment ever. <laughs> no, if you had a name, like, a, what's Patrick, the worst part about your fantasy league ever? He's a Hold hater. on a second. Worst fantasy league moment. Not talking about league. Oh, moment. Talking about fantasy league moment <laughs> ever. If you want to have four spots, I don't know what the other three are. This one's on it. This guy. How many teams are in your league? How many teams? Fourteen, but a lot of drama this off season. I think we're going to twelve. Okay, oh, fourteen oh, 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 is rough. Contraction. Contraction. Relegation. Okay, <laughs> wait. Hold on a second. Just because we only have two minutes left here, fourteen teams. That's a lot. Hold on a second. Yeah. No time limit on drafting anybody. Oh. Okay. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. There's more. Tell him the story. Tell him the story. The moment. Is, uh, Tell me if you, this, this doesn't is, uh, make the Mount Rushmore of worst fantasy moments ever. Uh, 2011, 2012, something like that. Yeah. Uh, a dude took 28 minutes <laughs> to take Brian Hartline in the eighth round. <laughs> is that not on the Mount Rushmore of worst fantasy moments ever? That I, I, never invite me into your league. I have nothing to do with that. <laughs> we, we have all the drafts. Do you want in? Yeah. Do you want in? You're killing. Yeah, that is the reason you're killing me, Smalls. I we auto draft after like the tenth round. Just go get us a few stragglers. And then I told this to Brian Hartline once, and he just started. He couldn't believe it. Even Brian Hartline yeah, himself could believe not it. believe somebody took 20 minutes to, to dilly dally before picking him in the eighth round. Wow! But there's another spot taken up on that Mount Rushmore. Telling another man yeah. to audition. <laughs> the best man in each When he's the best weddings. man in each yeah. other's weddings, like yeah. like you haven't already proved your yeah. worth. Exactly. I don't Thank know you. that that oh was God. necessarily what, what happened. Wow. Audition. Yeah, maybe audition is a strong word, Peach, because Mooney watches this show, so he's going to kill me. He's <laughs> watching right now. The he's thing is, right I, now. I've been holding the spot for DiCaprio since I created this yeah. league. So oh. Oh. You know, oh, wow. if DiCaprio wants in, I'll take a back seat to him. But that's about it. Leo could take as long as he wants some yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's Leo DiCaprio. I mean, come on. Patrick, thanks for coming on, brother. Yeah, Let's do this more often. Me. You bet. At Patrick Renna on Twitter. Everybody, um, go to HambinoAthletics.com to order the athletics line called Hambino. I want to thank also today's guest, Miles Sanders. Tom Grossi is apparently going to be on NFL Network nice. tonight. Oh, uh, and Brian Winhorst as well. We'll wrap up. Come true, Rich.